Welcome to the longest-running weekly episodic Mid-Atlantic Indie Sports Entertainment Podcast hosted by Lee Brando, and I'm here with my co-host, Ryan. Ryan, how you doing? That was a lot going on that you just did. It's, but it's accurate, okay, and there's no way to disprove it. Oh, I guess I should say the name of the show. This is Over the Barricade. So, this is a bonus episode, if you can't tell already. <laughs> it's very non-formal, because I'm not sure what to do. Um, we went really long on our regular episode, and also, a few months back, we had a repeat. So, we're going to get back on track. We're going to give you, because we love you we, for listening. Wait, if you, we didn't have a repeat. We just didn't have an episode that week. Didn't we post, like, the week before's episode again? No, I apologized because things out of our control kept us from having an episode that particular week. That's true. We did have a goal to not miss a week in our first year of doing this, and we only have missed one. So we're getting back on track here with this one. Including the death that we felt the last two weeks. We we, we, and, 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 And I believe you interrupted me. I believe I was saying that we love you for listening. Longest weekly raining episodic I, I said it once i'm not saying it again um so this we we went long and, and i'd prepared kind of a brief history of raw you didn't want to waste your notes i didn't want to waste my notes okay i took notes all right you took a lot of notes I like did. i feel so underprepared well you know it's can, whatever can we just have a quick moment to say brief history of raw And then we're going to talk about the Rumble. This will be a shorter episode than normal. Yes. If you choose to listen to this one instead of the other one. It's fine. It's not the end of the world. We appreciate it. What was that? That's the anonymous Raw GM. (laughs) Was was it? Yeah, I don't know. Um, That's a sound I've never heard before. This is is not the WWE version of the history of Raw. This is the more behind-the-scenes business side of Raw, TV dealings and such. And it's very brief. It's it's not super detailed. It's a little detailed. So uh, I I guess I should just get into it. Yep. Yeah, okay. Um, So, of course, everyone knows Raw started January 11th, 1993. When it started, it was the idea was to tape weekly at the Manhattan Center. But very um, shortly thereafter, they had problems filling the Manhattan Center, which was set up for around 1,100 people at that time. Yep. So ticket sales started dwindling. They started ha- really having to paper the Manhattan Center. Um, this led to a change where they would tape every couple of weeks every two weeks every three weeks sometimes four weeks and um they they draw gm is back oh uh, i know what's making that sound okay it? we're good we're good I, now. I had i had something open i shouldn't have it was messenger he's playing games over here i don't play games <laughs> that's a different thing <laughs> don't tease it <laughs> uh, people have no idea what we're talking about yeah but, but if you're listening we love you yep Anyway, so um, so they, you know, they started to tape multiple episodes at a time, and this actually led to the ratings being better for the later episodes that were taped because the story usually built up to them. Uh, by April of '93, they were starting to rotate locations. They did a lot in Poughkeepsie, um, and they were pretty much permanently out of the Manhattan Center by November of '93. Uh, they, 
you know they they had a they had a small amount of success uh, until of course Nitro debuted in '95 and crushed them in the ratings um, for for a pretty long time. This is when Raw was um, was getting uh, moved to two hours. Uh, this is like February of 97. They moved to two hours plus an overrun with the idea that the overrun would not only keep the audience for their next show that the USA Network was going to put on, but also people would tune in for the next show and they'd see the end of Raw and maybe create new fans. Uh, this this moves into 1998 when Raw was... Uh, it was decided to cancel Raw, which, which they don't really talk about a lot for good reason, I guess. But Raw was canceled twice, technically. Um, Barry Diller of the USA Network wanted to move the USA Network to kind of a more artsy type channel and obviously wrestling didn't really fit in with that though it should but uh wrestling you know wasn't really their image that they wanted at the time so in 1998 barry diller decides to cancel raw and this is when stone cold steve austin uh mike tyson vince mcmahon that whole thing goes down austin catches on fire saves the show not only saves the show but leads the charge against wcw they win the Monday Night Wars. The year 2000 comes around. The National Network, TNN, offers WWF $28 million a year for Raw, which was much, much more than the $5.5 million they were getting from USA Network a year at the time. Uh, so they moved to TNA, which became Spike, for the next five years. Uh, ratings did fall uh, you know, steadily over that five-year period, um, and then there's a there's a very interesting side note in 2004, Lorenzo Fertitta, which is uh, who has one of the owners of UFC at the time, uh, he, he was considering folding UFC. It yeah, wasn't re- uh, Lorenzo Fertitta who recently sold UFC for I think it was four billion. Four billion, yeah. He he bought it for a couple million in like the early 2000s, like 2001. 2004 came around. He was trying to sell it. Dana White was negotiating deals, but they were very low. They would have taken heavy losses from what they invested initially. He was considering folding it. Basically, his last-ditch effort was to go to Spike and say, Hey, I know you don't want to put on MMA, but what about putting on a reality show uh, about MMA? And the original idea was the American promoter, and it was a reality show based around Dana White. This morphed into The Ultimate Fighter, which was a reality show about finding a fighter to get signed by, get a UFC contract. Yep. Um, this was pitched to Spike. Spike wanted to put it on after the overrun on Monday night, so like 11.05, you know, up just about there. Um, they had to go to Vince McMahon, though, because it could have been seen as direct competition. Um, so they asked Vince McMahon if it was okay to put this on after Raw. Vince McMahon okayed it. And it went on to become an immediate success, uh, maintaining much of the 18 to 34, the, the, the coveted 18 to 34 demo. And uh, like you said, 12 years after that, UFC sells for $4 billion uh, and is much larger today. So it's, 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 it's d- very easy and very direct to say that without WWE on Spike, without Monday Night Raw, the UFC would not be the thing it is today and will not would not have enjoyed the success and uh, and everything that's that's come of it. Uh, to 2005, 
Vince McMahon, uh, his, their deal is up with Spike. He's trying to leverage deals. He's trying to parlay deals between Spike and USA Network uh, to get more money. Of course, now they're getting, you know, a hundred and some odd million dollars a year for Raw. Back then they were getting 28. Um, this is a very interesting time because Spike, during all these dealings, Spike TV publicly announces it's canceling Raw. So it takes all of Vince McMahon's leverage out from under him. Uh, they land back on USA Network uh, with a much worse deal. And, um, you know, they, they have to slowly build back up. And, 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 and they, they become number one on cable. And they maintain that number one status on cable until 2016, 2017, where now they're in the top, uh, you know, five on cable but they're not necessarily number one. Um, and that's kind of the, the brief history of the business side of Raw, uh, which I thought there's a lot of interesting stuff in there that they don't mention, but um, maybe they should. I mean, they should be proud. They, they, they do have a show that's been on for 25 years um, through ups and downs and ins and outs. And at one point it was the biggest thing on TV, you know, or the biggest thing kind of in culture, uh, right up there with, you know, South Park. And at other times, it's not been so hot. But, you know, they still fill arenas somewhat. <laughs> they, you know, they they still have their show going. So it, Raw is a very interesting show. Um, and sometimes you have to peek outside of what WWE says about it to, to learn the real interesting facts. Um, I think uh, we should move into the Royal Rumble. We should. Um, that's the, one of the primary points of this, uh, second mini episode. We've got six this bonus, matches. bonus pod. Yeah. Bonus pod. Uh, we've got six matches, two of which are Royal Rumble matches. Let's go through those six matches before we talk about the Rumble matches, get them out of the way. Due to recent issues, uh, this, uh, recent issues and recent changes to the scheduling, this was originally eight matches plus uh, including the two Rumble matches, uh, with no announced pre-show matches. So this was the Cruiserweight Championship match, Cedric Alexander def- uh, challenging Enzo Amore. Obviously, due to Enzo Amore's uh, recent release, that is no longer happening. So we're not really sure what they're going to do with the Cruiserweights. We have seen this week that Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali both came out and basically said we will be re- we are going to rebuild this brand and we are going to make it better than it's ever been. I assume we'll see the pr- cruiserweights on the pre-show. That is also my assumption. So uh, going with that assumption, um, the other match, of course, was the U.S. title uh, final, which they moved to last week, uh, which was yeah. probably a good call. They did that for timing reasons, uh, but although now they probably could have fit it. I, I mean, I still think each Royal Rumble is at least an hour, right? Because you got 30 people coming in at two-minute intervals. So um, uh, Maybe not. I think it's at 90 seconds. Well, uh, But even still... Even, like, even with, you know, in-between time and video packages, you're going to hit two hours there. Do they shorten that time up? The Given that there time? are two rumbles, could they shorten it to so. 60 seconds? Which we have seen before. There is historical precedent for this. The yeah. first uh, rumble that Shawn Michaels won was actually only 38 minutes because uh, he and he was the first one to win from number one. He won that match, uh, beating the throwing the British Bulldog. Remember, uh, 
off the top rope because mm-hmm. uh, he had gotten thrown over but kept himself off the floor. One foot on the floor. Um, yeah, they had to redo the rules a little bit there. On the uh, Michaels and Michaels won that match, winning for number one, but only went thirty-eight minutes because of the short short time span. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's precedent. They 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 can play around. I mean, it's not like uh, a, a a sport where you know, like baseball where there has to be nine innings, and we, well, we could really shorten it to seven innings. And WWE fine. makes up their own rules all the time. They make up their own rules. There's been forty man, twenty man. You know, minute intervals, minute and a half, two minute intervals. It's been for the championship. It's been for an opportunity. It always changes, but I think keeping it the same uh, would would be good. One versus all. Oh my gosh! Um, but the one will be out of the match for twenty five minutes. We have two. Uh, the we have the world championship matches from both brands. Well, so when when you cut it back down, basically we have two tag matches. Uh, the Raw and SmackDown Tag Team Championships will be defended. Two out of three falls match for the SmackDown title. Usos defending against Gable and Benjamin. Uh, the Raw Tag Team Championship match will be Rollins and Jordan defending against Cesaro and Sheamus. Um, the really interesting part about those first two matches, uh, I think Rollins and Jordan will retain because I think they need to stay together for a while. I don't know. Jordan has a bad back right now. It just now. depends on his injury. Um, I could I could see Cesaro and Sheamus uh, taking it because I think they'll carry it through WrestleMania, whereas Rollins will most likely be in a singles program for WrestleMania. Probably with Jason Jordan. Probably. Um, Usos, that one really depends on what's going on with uh, Jey Uso. Uh, I, if, think it's, I think it's not as serious, it, the, the legal thing he's going through with the DUI. I th- probably I think, not. I, I think especially, you know, with everything else that's going on, it's probably... A, a small fish to fry. It's just a um, matter of if, you know, maybe this is the time to take the titles off of them, put it on somebody new. You could try it. I mean, I, I think all these guys, both Usos, Chad Gable, and Shelton Benjamin, I think they're all great wrestlers, and I think, actually, this could steal the show. It's certainly possible. Usos were in some very good matches with the New Day last year. Um, then your two title matches, uh, the... Uh, Handicap match for the WWE title. AJ Styles defends against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, this is not a winner is uh, the whoever pins gets the championship. This is according to the rules they've set up. If Owens or Zayn pin AJ Styles, they are officially co WWE champions. Yeah, I don't. I can't see. Uh, them are we doing Freebird that. ruling the world title? I guess that's what it would become, right? Um, I, I can't see him doing that. I will say there are very interesting heel ways to use that idea. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, oh, somebody pinned Sami Zayn. Well, Kevin Owens is the champion right now. Right. right. You know, that's just one way you could do it. But I don't think this happens. I think Styles I mean, they did wins. It with, uh, they did it with Lay Cool, right? Yes, they split the Divas Championship into two. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they could do it. I just don't think it's the program you want going into WrestleMania. No, that's why I think Styles wins. I think Owens and Zayn can have something else to do. Yeah. Um, so, from there, your triple threat for the world, uh, excuse me, Universal Championship. Brock Lesnar. The Univas. Brock Lesnar uh, defends against Braun Strowman and Kane. Uh, we both believe Braun Strowman and Kane take each other out of this match, cancel each other out, which means that Lesnar would be your universal champion yeah, heading I, out of the Rumble and into Mania season. Yeah, I think, I mean, the plan from everything I've read hasn't changed. It's going to be Lesnar and Roman at the Royal Rumble. 
Though I don't think that means Roman wins the Rumble. I think, uh, you know, because... He doesn't have to. 2015, he won in Philadelphia, and it was not a great reception. Uh, I think he'll (laughs) win Elimination Chamber or find some other way to get into the title match at WrestleMania for the Raw brand. I think that the winner of the Royal Rumble will be a SmackDown superstar and challenge AJ Styles. Shinsuke Nakamura is the smart fans is the smart fans desire. He's uh, also the favorite on uh, betting sites. Uh, I would be fine with that because the simple fact of the matter is I think Nakamura and Styles is the match we all want. They teased it a little bit last year. It's about we should get that match. Um, I think that's probably the most realistic of the non-gimmicky wins. Um, so, And that would be a really good way to get Nakamura back kind of on his stride. He's been really off his stride for a little while now. Hasn't quite been as hot just simply yeah. because he hasn't really been doing anything. Yeah, um, I mean, the, the really the best thing I've seen out of him is the mix Match Challenge Match because, you know, Finn was there. Well, and, like, he had some fun with it. Yeah, he had fun with it. Um, so, let's talk about the women's Royal Rumble match, which we can only assume will either start the show or will be the second or third match in. Um, I can't imagine they're going to have those two Rumbles back-to-back. They're going to have to have some time in between them because yeah. they're going to have two very similar Rumbles as far as how they're going to do surprise entrance. I so, tell you what, but depending on the finishes you got planned, it might not be a bad idea to have the women's close the show if you have somebody that the crowd doesn't like winning the men's and somebody that the crowd likes winning the women's. You might want to have that close the show. They don't do that. I just don't see WWE doing that. Not because I don't think it's the right thing to do. I think it could be very well the right thing to do. Yeah. WWE is not giving them the main event for this. Not in their first one. I, I just I don't see it. Could it happen next year? We'll see. I think that's very possible. Um, I think it partially depends. Can it, if Oscar wins and then wins the title at Mania and is still champion going all the way around, there's a lot of interest maybe in who's going to be the one to step up and do that. But we have some things to talk about. Only 18 of the 30 entrants have been announced uh, and are still in the match, as your caveat. What's uh, what's being reported is nine from NXT and three surprises. All right, so let's take a look. For the remainder. Now, nine from NXT uh, seems like a lot because they don't have the... NXT has never had the deepest of rosters, mm-hmm. so that being said... Well, we also just did have the Mae Young Classic, so maybe we could call some of those women up, um, so to speak. I think you'd have to. Um, now, some of them have been injured. Some of them have signed on to do other other items. Um, okay, let's take a look. I have the full women's roster from NXT up. So let's go through who's already confirmed uh, for the Rumble. Naomi, Asuka, and these are in chronological order from the time that they announced that they were entering. Naomi, Asuka, Ruby Riot, Natalia, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Carmella, Tamina, Lana, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan. I didn't know that would be tough to say back to back. <laughs> Mickey James, Nia Jax, Becky Lynch, Alicia Fox, Dana Brooke. That's all 18. Paige, of course, was announced, but she has since been injured and yeah, is retired. no longer on that show. Officially? Uh, not publicly. Um, I mean, there are murmurs that she wants to try and get herself back, but I guess that all depends. Um, so those are your 18. So assume, let's take your nine from NXT. Let me go through all of the current NXT female wrestlers 
that are uh, available. Now, these are the female wrestlers on the TV show. Um, these are the ones who have currently performed and yeah, have appeared on television. Yeah, I think that's who they'll pull from. Minus, yeah, because they uh, have. There might be a couple from the from the grouping in here be, that are not have not yet appeared on TV. Um, but we'll we'll discuss that because I think there's some potential there. The full female wrestlers that have appeared on television to this point: Bianca Blair, uh, Belair, excuse me, Billy Kay. Peyton Royce, Ember Moon, who's the women's champion, mm-hmm. Kyrie Sane, Lacey Evans, Nikki Cross, Shayna Baszler, Tynara Conti. Mm-hmm. Um, Tynara Conti, of course, we've seen a couple of times. Uh, Bianca Belair, also from the Mae Young Classic. Haven't seen a ton of them, but they have. They've obviously made their appearances. Of course, Kyrie Sane, I and think, is have, a lock. Uh... Yeah, and and of course the night before we have Shayna Baszler versus Ember Moon for the women's championship. So maybe that takes them out of the Rumble. I'm not sure. I doubt it because I think Ember Moon's Ember Moon and Shayna Baszler are probably your two biggest recognizables yeah. uh, as far as well maybe not because Nikki Cross and and Kyrie Sane are both also pretty well recognized at this point. I think all four of those are locks to be in this match. Um, Add Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. That gives you six. Um, uh, maybe Lacey Evans. Maybe. Yeah. And, so that and, gives you six. Here's. I think you're going to see the other three are from the May Young Classic. Most likely. So that's Dakota Kai, Abby Lath, and um, Rhea Ripley. I think is who I'll go with because I think she. Well, maybe Aaliyah. Aaliyah's been obviously has had some TV time, but I think Rhea Ripley's probably your answer because she was relatively popular from the Mayland Classic. Yeah, uh, you know, I think I think they're gonna try to shoot some angle. That's if Candice LeRae is not one of the nine. Right, I'm saying she I could think very well be. Th- there's some recent signings, of course, Candice LeRae, the most recent, where they they could, you know, and 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 of course, there's all the hubbub of the surprise entrance, which the main theory on everyone's mind is is Rhonda. Um but you know she's she's per- certainly put a lot of doubt out there. Triple H has put doubt out there that she'll be there. What what do you think the chances are that Rhonda Rousey is in the Rumble and if so is she a lock to win? I think you have to have her win it, but that counts as a loss against Asuka. True. So I think you can't have both. And I don't think you need Rousey to be in the Rumble. I don't think so, but I don't think... I think now the build-up there is going to hurt it because you're going to see a lot of, well, 30's coming. We don't know who it is. It's got to be Rousey. I think at that point you make it somebody known. 30 needs to be Becky Lynch or... Or somebody that you know should be... Naomi. It needs to be one of those kinds of talents so there's no surprise factor. I, I agree. I don't think you need Ronda Rousey. I think it would be cool, and I but I don't think you're gonna get the same mainstream super publicity for the first women's Royal Rumble that you would if Ronda won it without now, without Ronda. I have a suggestion. Ronda Rousey enters the Rumble. You've already mentioned you mentioned on the last podcast that there's a special commentator that will be yeah. ringside. Who has some beef with Ronda Rousey? Going back to WrestleMania 31, 31. in uh, WrestleMania Santa Play Clair. 
WrestleMania YouTube. Yes. Um, I could very well see a world in which Stephanie McMahon gets involved, gets a Ronda Rousey eliminated, and that could be something that keeps Ronda Rousey around for a little bit before you build to whatever they want to do with her for Mania, which we assume is a four horsewomen versus, uh, you know, four, four horsewomen horse type match. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that could keep her out of the title picture. That would leave Asuka to win the Rumble um, and challenge the champion at WrestleMania. So you would get a four-on-four women's match and a women's Raw title match, probably a women's SmackDown title match, too. Um, you could do that. I could, I could see that. I think if Ronda's in and she doesn't win, she better have a good reason not to win. And if Ronda's not in or if Ronda doesn't win, Asuka's got to win. I think Asuka wins, and I think there's some chicanery that gets Rousey eliminated if she's in. Uh, so that takes care of 28. Do you feel pretty good about my NXT picks, right? Yes, yes. Okay. That takes care of 28 if you have Rousey did, as did one of your Did we count three. Candice LeRae? We did not. Um, uh, we I would say Candice LeRae would just be in place of Lacey Evans. Okay. I think that's more likely. So okay. I think Lacey Evans is a name, but she's not enough of a name. So that's twenty eight. So that gets us that gets us twenty eight. I think you're two. One of them is either Trish Stratus or Lita. But you're not, not both. Not both. I don't think we're getting both. And the other, you know, they really love bringing back Sonny. I could see it. I don't. I wouldn't so. agree with it, but I I could see it. I think that's, with all due respect, I think that's too problematic for them. I agree. Um, I don't think they would want that in case of anything going wrong. Sonny came back not too long ago. I know, I know. Um, I just It's not Sable. No. We know that for sure. Could be Sable, though. Sable? She's married to Brock. She really doesn't like Vince. That's true. She really dislikes Vince McMahon. Um, I think that's why I think I it's think Trish or Trish. Lita. I don't think you get both. I could see both. Uh, Kelly Kelly looked good. I heard that uh, Tori Wilson looked amazing. Tori Wilson looked amazing. Tori Wilson was trending on Twitter. <laughs> I, I I heard that uh, Caitlyn is training for a comeback. That would be so interesting. Um, well, it won't be Maurice and it won't be Maria. So we, no, we can eliminate those two. Probably right won't now. be AJ Lee. No, I, um, I'd say that's pretty certain. Say that would cause some marital issues. I would say so. Here's here's so it's either Trish Stratus or Lita for one spot. Alondra Blaze. Beth Phoenix. Maybe. Beth Phoenix would then be the only woman to appear in both a men's and women's Royal Rumble match. That's true. So that's that's the reason that she's my pick. That would be that would be cool. I, I could be down with that. And we know she's tight with the company. She's got the mixed match challenge thing going right now. Right. So and they could use that to promote it. Yep. Um I still think Stephanie's gonna be an entrant. You could have Beth Phoenix and not Trish Stratus or Lita. Or you could just have a, f- a couple less NXT people. Yeah, uh, the nine that you pulled, I don't know where you got that information that, that's from. That's from Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer's been told nine NXT, three surprises. I guess that's just, that would make sense. Yeah, but I mean, how often do they change their mind? Every minute. So, you know, it, it, it's really up there. It well, that's really what I'm saying. I'm really, I really anyone. did struggle to get those NXT names. Yeah, it, I mean, it could be seven, could be eight from NXT. But the thing here is it's going to be like a third, over a third uh, unknown, you know, surprises. And do you want Sheena Baszler and 
Uh, let's see who else was in here. Do you want, Sh- Do you want Shayna Ember Baszler Moon and Sonya Deville, Sonya Deville in the same match? Do you want Ember Moon in when she's your champion or whoever's champion come Sunday? Do you want them in and get eliminated and lose? I think you can get away with it because I think you'd have a you'd you'd work out a spot where they don't look too bad. I don't know. You got to think they they didn't have Paige lose the NXT title when she came up. They didn't have Oscar lose it. You know, they're they're pretty protective of that. Yeah. Well, I think we're pretty close, though. Do you do you see the return of uh, a Summer Ray or uh... no? Too recent. They were just so recently released. You think? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't see one of. I don't see Summer Rae or Emma, you know, coming back at or this James point. Ellsworth. Uh, we know he's not coming back. He's <laughs> already booked for shows. That's true. So, um, that all being said, I think we're very close on what our what our thirty would be. I I think that Jacqueline makes the Jacqueline. most. Jacqueline would be good. I think Jacqueline would be cool. Yeah. Victoria. Victoria. I, I'm just trying to think of like who's available and who's still. You know, they could. Um, they could, I uh, think we're getting more surprises than three. You think? Especially if Rousey's one of them. Because, honestly, Trish and Lita would make a ton of sense. But yeah. you question how much, because Lita, according to her, was not invited to Toral 25. Which is weird. Like, what would the reason She's be? She's super tight with the company, too. Yeah, she does she, a lot of work for that. She did Young. Um, maybe did, maybe it, it's just a red herring to throw you off the trail. It could be. Um. Yeah, I think there's a more there's more likelihood that we'll get four or five surprises. Who is the biggest name outside of WWE? Like, who could be the AJ Styles of the Women's Royal Rumble? That's a very tough question. Um, primarily because I feel like most of the best women's wrestlers are already in WWE. Yeah. For the most part, as far as the big names would go. What big names do you have left? I think one of the biggest names out there is somebody they're not interested in bringing back, and that's Viper. Piper Niven. Yeah. Who was an interesting part. And, you know, you could have brought in Jazzy Gabbert, who didn't really get a great run in the Mae Young Classic, but she just had surgery. Mm-hmm. So she's out for most of this year. I mean, it's tough because you just, you primarily just, don't get the exposure with the women's wrestlers that you do with the men. I think it would be like, you know, Candice LeRae. But, well, I mean, she's signed now. But... Well, I do too. That's why I'm saying Candice yeah. LeRae would be in as opposed to, like, Lacey Evans. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Nikki Cross is, is definitely in. Yeah. Um, That's why I, I think, think... Billy Kay and Billy Kay Peyton, Peyton Royce, Royce are both definitely, definitely in. in. Um... They'll I'm use... not sure about Ember Moon and, and Shayna Baszler, though. I, I, I'm i not sold on that. I, I think that maybe they want to keep them out of it. Maybe. Um, all right, let's move to the men's. Oh, uh, we both think that it's either Rousey or Asuka yes. to win. Okay. If Rousey's in, it, it very well could be Rousey. Although, if you're going to say those two, <laughs> I'll be different just for betting's sake, and I'll say Stephanie McMahon. Well, I mean, I think it's Asuka just because I think there's a really quick way to get Rousey out and still have her look good. That's true. Um, who's to say that Charlotte doesn't get involved? I don't because she doesn't have that. a match. Charlotte and Alexa Bliss will be uh, will make an appearance. I could see them sitting at ringside or on the I stage or something. Absolutely could. I see a world in which both of them somehow get involved. So let's move on to the men's uh, the men's Rumble match participants. Thirty entrants have been announced as of this week. 
Let's run through. Oh, it's 30 entrants. I'm sorry. There will be 30 17 entrants. entrants. 17 have been have announced. Been announced. There My be apologies. 30, yeah. Starting with Elias. Moving through. Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura, free agent John Cena, Finn Balor, Baron Corbin, Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt, Rusev, Aiden English, Apollo Crews, Titus O'Neil, The Miz, Ty Dillinger, Big E, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods. So we have 13 open slots. We can only assume a couple. Um, we had a conversation about this earlier, and there's some names on here that will definitely get filled by main roster talent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, At least one member of the fashion should... police will be on this show. Probably both. I think what we need to do is we need to talk about what's announced and what we can expect. Obviously, Shinsuke is the favorite on betting sites. Yep. Um, you know, you, I could see Finn. I could see Finn Balor. I could see Rusev. Um, I it think, won't be Rusev. I don't think it will be, but I could see it as a long shot type thing. Uh, I think Ty Dillinger needs to come out at 10. Again, I think he needs to come out at 10 every year. I think he will come out at 10 once more. and Because uh, you know pa- fans are going to chant for it, especially in Philly. Um, what is your what is your idea of how Kofi Kingston uh, saves himself from elimination this year? He was up on the ring, like the big bulky ring post last year. Yep. He caught himself, I think, on, he was like on his tippy toes. Um, and then I think two years ago, if I remember right, he got, was about to get eliminated and Big E and Woods carried him around the ring. Yeah. Like he had stage dived and they, he got eliminated almost again and then they did it again, which was a really funny moment. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like it's so, one of the best things about Kofi Kingston's bit is that it's so impressive and it's so unexpected. He's always come up with another way. If you follow on Facebook, the gif I posted earlier today was the time when he got thrown out but landed on the announcer's table and used the chair to bounce his way back to the ring, which may be one of my favorites, even if it wasn't necessarily the most impressive. Yeah, and I remember he jumped from the, the barricade to the ring. That was impressive one year. I think this year, I think they'll... Pool. He did the handstand. He did the handstand. I think from underneath the ring, I think Xavier Woods and Big E will get eliminated. And from under the ring, on the ramp side of the ring, they'll pull out a giant pancake. Just as Kofi Kingston's being thrown over the top, and he'll land on the pancake. And it'll be like one of those old fireman net things. Yeah, and he'll get up and realize he's not touched the ground and then jump back in. Now, what happens if somebody hits their back on the ground, but their feet are in the air? Technically speaking, their feet haven't touched the floor. Yeah, technically. So, you know, Curtis Axel has been in the 2015 Royal Rumble, <laughs> and he's never been eliminated. Also, neither is Hornswoggle from the 2007 Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, they only, I think it'll be some sort of... Inf- Either a giant pancake or like a giant inflatable frosted donut or something like that. Yeah. That, you know, I think it'll be something cartoonish. They'll pull out a big bootios box. A big bootios, maybe the one from WrestleMania. Yeah, that's where it's been. It's been under the ring in Philadelphia this whole time. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll be something along the lines of that. I'll be disappointed if they don't do anything with Kofi. So, um, uh, do we know about Jeff Hardy's health? I mean, I, I do don't we know. Do we know if he's been I, cleared yet? He did I show up know. on Raw. He did show up on Raw in a non-wrestling capacity. I could see him coming back as one of the surprise entrants. Um, but there's a lot, you know, with the men's roster, it's a little deeper. It's a lot deeper than the women's roster. Uh, so I, I could see a lot of 
non surprises being the unknowns. Like I could see the Bludgeon Brothers. Um, you know, uh, I could see uh, Jinder Mahal. Has he been announced for the Royal Rumble? Jinder has not officially been announced for the Royal Rumble, so I think yeah. it's guaranteed that he will make an entrance. Yeah, I think Jinder Mahal. Um, you know, I think a lot of them will just be guys that you know we we we've seen. I'm looking to see if I can get an update on Jeff Hardy's return, but I have yet to find a timetable. Um, go ahead, keep keep talking for just a second. We know uh, there's a lot of people injured. We won't see Samoa Joe. We won't see at the Royal Rumble, even though he announced his uh, participation. He got injured shortly thereafter. Oh, uh, we won't Hardy's see... out until after Mania. Okay, we won't see Hardy then. We won't see Dean Ambrose. He's out. He's um, out most of the year. One of the favorites before he got injured was Drew McIntyre. That's um, right. He's out, too. He's out Man, they have a lot of injuries. Yeah. Roman Reigns has not been announced for this. We assume sure he's in. in I'm sure he'll be Seth in. Rollins, I believe, is a I don't lock. know if they'll use any people from earlier in the night. I think they will because it's WWE. Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan, I think, are both locks. So if you just go by that, I would be at 20 people uh, yeah. with Reigns, Rollins, and... Uh, and Jordan. I think the Revival is in this match. Revival. Which gets us, gets uh, me to 22. Uh, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows. 24. Uh, Bludgeon Brothers, did you count those? 26. Um, I'm running out of room. Then then you start throwing in You could throw surprises. in some legends. I think, I think there's going to be more I think legends. we'll see the return of Dolph Ziggler for sure. I don't know 27. When, I don't know in what capacity, but I think we'll see the return of Dolph Ziggler. Um, I know how I would do it. <laughs> do you want to say how you would do it? Because I like your idea. Okay, it's a little bit of a reworked idea from something I heard. But at at number twenty eight, I could I could see this happening because I think it would be good and I think it would satisfy what the crowd wants and in a way that they can they can do it well. Twenty eight uh, counts down. Daniel Bryan's music hits. Crowd goes crazy. Record scratch. No music. Dolph Ziggler comes out crowd most heat you've ever heard <laughs> and Dolph Ziggler would have legitimate heat with uh with Daniel Bryan in the sense that he feels like you know he may have walked away from his title but you know Daniel Bryan went and immediately gave it to somebody else yeah um 29 counts down Daniel Bryan's music hits again this time he really comes out uh he gets in 30 counts down it's Shane McMahon, who's coming out to stop Daniel Bryan from doing something really stupid. Shane McMahon would get would would pick up heat. He's the only McMahon in a long time that does not get heat anymore. He would get a lot of heat. He would get a lot of heat, especially would, for taking the coveted number thirty. It would further continue the storyline. Uh, I think it would be a nice touch, and I could see it happening. And I could I could see a world in which Stephanie and Shane are the winners of the men and the women's Royal Rumble, respectively. Horrifying. I don't, I, I don't want that to be the case, uh, but I could see a world where that happened. So that otherwise get... we could get Asuka and Shinsuke, which would be an interesting two Japanese stars winning the male and female Royal Rumble, which would be lovely, and I would be all for it. Um, so if assuming because I like your idea, and I actually yeah. will will take all three of your superstars, that gets me to twenty nine. And I, I really, like, otherwise I wouldn't do anything with Daniel Bryan because he's not cleared and there's no indication that he will be. I but would so say, much attention has been put on him, I feel like you so, almost have to do something with it now. I don't, so here's the only flaw. I don't think he, Shane McMahon has to enter. 
If Shane McMahon is trying to stop Daniel Bryan, then he doesn't need to be an entrant. He can just come out at one point, cost Daniel Bryan with a distraction or whatever else. Yeah, Daniel Bryan gets in, Shane runs out, he's looking at Shane, somebody just scoops his legs over. Yeah, doesn't even have to take a bump. No, something simple. So that could be very easy, um, depending on whatever their situation is. So I will take that down to 28, because I don't think McMahon ends up being in the match itself. Although, I would not be surprised. So that gets me to 28. I don't think we are going to use any more of... uh, Kurt Hawkins will be in this match. Yeah. I think it's a lock. They always put whoever they consider their lowest totem pole on the match. So 29, that leaves me one. Give me your three surprise entries. You can count Daniel Bryan as one. Daniel Bryan is one. Dolph Ziggler kind of counts as a surprise because yeah, he's not. Of. He hasn't. He's been off TV he's for a while. "Quote unquote quit." Well, I would only get one more surprise at that true, point. True. True. Because Kurt Hawkins. Do you think it's somebody that we surprise. saw on Monday at the twenty Raw twenty five? They like legends, but this could be one where they don't bring any legends back. I could see. There's there's a few legends that have that I think would be ready to go for it. I think uh, X-Pac is one. I think uh, Billy Gunn. Road Dog would be so ready, but I don't know if he'd be in shape. But I mean, that's what you I don't mean, have like, to be shape. in shape. Um, I think uh, Boogeyman looked in great shape. Gosh, uh, the Boogeyman would be a good one yeah. too. I think it's we're in Philly. It's they 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 rip Tommy Dreamer off the indie scene. As Bray Wyatt was announced, right? Has Matt Hardy been announced? Both. Both. Okay. Okay. Both. So They're both on there. I think your surprise entrant is probably Tommy Dreamer. You think like a ECW? It would be Tommy Dreamer, the Sandman, who's not in great shape anymore. Or RVD. I could see RVD. I think RVD or Tommy Dreamer. I don't think it'd be one. I think you'd have to have both. And I am i don't have two slots. So Yeah. Um, I think you're two. By the way, the Bludgeon Brothers weren't on SmackDown. Yeah. Wasn't there an advertised match for SmackDown this week that... They said would happen, then didn't happen. Uh, Ascension versus Bludgeon Brothers. Was that I what think. it was again? Yeah. Uh, no, no, it was Ascension versus somebody else. Um, I can't. I'm. I've lost track. Uh, yeah, it, it. It could be. It, I mean, we might see the Ascension in there. It, I'd say it's an. I say it's an ECW. Uh, it's an ECW. WWE loves twenty year old promotions that don't exist anymore. Yeah, true. And also, you know, there's a lot of rumors that Undertaker will be in the Royal Rumble. What do you think the odds are of that? I don't think it's incredibly I, slim. He I, looked I don't done. Think it would happen. Yeah, he looked. He has lost some weight. Like he, he Undertaker has lost shape. a lot of muscle, though. Yeah. He he looked now he healthy. looked in good shape. He didn't look heavy. He looked heavy at WrestleMania. Yeah, but he is not as muscle bound as he was. And if no. he really had his hip replaced, yeah, 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 he's not wrestling in a year. Like it's just not happening. Yeah, most um, people get their hip replaced. It takes them four, three or four who, years. Who would be like your most like outlandish but still plausible entrant to the like somebody that could actually do it? Kurt Angle. You think Kurt Angle? Hmm. I think I think Kurt Angle would make some sense. Triple H? Nah, we've seen that card already. Yeah. And you don't need Triple H in that match. It made sense when it was Roman, but it yeah. doesn't make sense now. You know, it's crazy. At Survivor Series, I could have sworn we were going to see Triple H versus Strowman at WrestleMania. And it just seems like they've moved away from that. You know, because it would make sense and money. Yeah. Um, I think Kurt Angle's got to be high on that list. Well... <laughs> If we have Kurt Angle, Shane McMahon, and Daniel Bryan in, that'll be pretty funny. 
Um, you think we get like a Booker T or a uh, Ron Simmons or a Booker T will be on commentary. John Layfield. John Layfield. Um, no, I don't. I really think it would be an ECW person. Yeah. I just well, you know, you know who we've missed. My my thirtieth is is obvious. Who? Ethan Carter the third. Well, you know, there's talk that it could be Ethan Carter third. There's talk it might be Bobby Lashley, but I don't think. I don't know. Lashley's contract's not up until February. True, but I mean they could make an exception. They don't do that. Except for Chris Jericho. <laughs> um I could you know, it's hard because it's like they're they're gonna want one really big surprise, right? I feel it's Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that is your big surprise. But I don't think they're I Don't mean, overlook the fact that he the the pop that would happen if Daniel Bryan's music hit. And he walked out. Yeah. That's why I would tease it, and then I would do it, and then I would take it away and get heat on two people with one Daniel Bryan stone. Yeah. But uh, I don't I'm I don't, telling you, that know. pop is going to be insane. Yeah, I mean... But I don't put it past WWE. Now, Tommy Dreamer is still actively wrestling on the independent scene. Yeah, I mean, he has got House of Hardcore. Um, you know, so, you know, a lot of those so ECW it's guys. not like he, you know, he's he's a vet for sure, but you're not talking about somebody who's in their 60s. So, and we once saw, we once saw Roddy Piper and Jimmy Superfly Snuka come out at the garden. Yeah. So, which was an awesome moment, by the way. Yeah. Um, but that being said, Chris Jericho. Nope. No, you don't think it's. Nope. Not, not even him? We can do a backstage segment and even a dot-com <laughs> segment. We cannot have him in the ring. Not right after he wrestled Omega and not when they're building for Naito. That would be the craziest thing, in my opinion, though. It's not plausible. <laughs> you said, but plausible. Plausible. I'm giving you the biggest pop, and that is Daniel Bryan. I'm giving you WWE in Philly, and that is Tommy Dreamer. Or Rob Van Dam. And uh, just for those who are still not letting it go... CM Punk. You said plausible. <laughs> CM I mean, Punk. Dana White has said he will give CM Punk another fight. Because he likes him. He likes CM Punk. And CM Punk will draw money at least one more time. True. And I can tell you CM Punk is so much sooner, so much faster if he ever came back to wrestling to go wrestle with a Bullet Club, yeah. at least for one night, than he would ever be coming back to WWE. One would think. I love CM Punk. I would like to see more of CM Punk. But one would think. If he doesn't want to... I've heard he's improved a lot in his camps, in his fight camps. Well, so could only have gone up. Could only have gone up, yeah. Did yeah. you see that Jack Gallagher trolled him? I did see, I did Jack see. Jack Gallagher, for those who didn't know, uh, the news came out that Dana White said he he would book, he would work to book CM Punk in another fight. Jack Gallagher, who actually has an MMA record, he is 2-0 and officially as a professional mixed martial artist, Yeah, said... I'll take that fight. I've got two minutes to spare. Yeah. Of course, uh, CM Punk was was choked out. Uh, he was out just over was two matched. Match, just yeah. over two minutes against Mickey Gall in his debut. Yeah, he he, he was overmatched um, for his debut. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, the craziest thing I could think of is that Ziggler Brian Shane thing, uh, which I could see working if they if done. If done what? If done well, right. and Ziggler doesn't even necessarily have to be involved in that. Like, you don't have to give it logic. 
No. It's literally him doing what he was doing before, but to much better effect. Yeah. We got tick and tired of the stupid entrance thing originally because they did it so poorly. This would be the payoff that kind of made it worth it. Kind of. Yeah. If only they could find a, a less a hilarious record scratch. No, it's got to be more. It's got to be... <laughs> Diesel? Like, yeah. It's got to be like a truck going off the side of the road. That's essentially, in many ways, that is Dolph Ziggler's WWE run. All right, so um, I have I have Asuka and Nakamura winning the Rumble. Their respective Rumbles. All right, I'm going to say Shane and Stephanie, just to be different. And not that I want it. I'm just saying, I could see a world in which it happens. You, and if there's any year that it's going to happen, it's this year. You are speaking it into existence. Don't for, forget Shane's for face acting when his, bro- when his father <laughs> threw him under the bus Forgive to Stone Cold. Me. I could see it, and I could see, you know, uh, at some point between now and Mania, uh, either AJ going heel or, or you know, uh, Owens getting the title and Shane fighting Owens and Owens is the baby face. You know, I, I could you know, see a bunch of things happening. You claim to love them, but you keep giving them these nightmares. I'm sorry. I love you. Sean okay, <laughs> this is supposed to be this is supposed to be the short podcast, so let's wrap it up. Anything right. you want to tell everybody? Uh, you know, Other we'll, than we're going to go to Philadelphia and try to get tickets to this. We're going to go to Philly. We're going to try to be there at the Royal Rumble Live. We'll tell you our live notes if we get there. Um, if we make it. If we make those it. Those tickets ain't cheap. Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty crazy. They're pretty high. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, we love you. I'm sorry. Okay, that'll do it for us. Uh, thanks for listening to this bonus pod of our Royal Rumble predictions. If you listen to both... Um, bonus cast. Thank you. Bone cast. The bone cast. That's that doesn't sound good. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't sound good. The love cast. No, that sounds worse somehow. <laughs> the love bone. <laughs> this is this is all going downhill in a hurry. All right. Um, thanks for listening. Stay tuned for the plugs. We'll see you next week. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com/barricadeshow. Follow us on Twitter at Barricade Show. You can listen to the show each and every week at soundcloud.com slash barricade show or search for Over the Barricade Podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Follow Lee Brando on Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram at Lee Brando underscore and send him a friend request on Facebook. Just search for Lee Brando and don't forget you can send us an email over the barricade podcast at gmail.com Send in your suggestions We'll see you next week.
Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash barricade show. Follow us on Twitter at barricade show. You can listen to the show each and every week at soundcloud.com slash barricade show or search for Over the Barricade Podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Follow Lee Brando on Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram at Lee Brando underscore and send him a friend request on Facebook. Just search for Lee Brando. And don't forget you can send us an email over the barricade podcast at gmail.com. Send in your suggestions. We'll see you next week.